it's time for um hello a jersey shore recap podcast um hello um hello oh hi welcome oh, hi to season two episode two did you get the name what's it called the hangover ah and there are indeed hangovers oh we're gonna get into it this is your host g wow and i'm cookie and we are cookie and g wow Let's just jump right into it because they certainly do. We pick up right where we left off with uh, the guys and Angelina at the club. Um, yep. And it starts with them leaving and getting ready to come home. We left everybody in the cliffhanger last week. Let's talk a little bit about what went down with Ron at the club. Yeah, Ronnie knows he's being a dick. I feel like he gets out of the cab after calling Sam the C word. And then he goes in. And he starts going with some grenades. And it's actually hilarious because at one point he's like, yo, how hot are these girls? And Mike and Polly are like, no, dude, what? Which whether or not you think the girls are hot, I just thought that was so funny that like the beer goggles, I guess, were were there. And he because he did say he was like blacked out, like he's claiming not to remember any of these events that we're recounting. Which I actually kind of believe him. Sometimes other people like I remember like Angelina last season cheated on her boyfriend was like I don't remember I was like yeah you do girl but Ron I actually believed because he seems like the type to purposefully bring himself to that level do you know what I mean yeah well that and I think when they remind him I think he starts connecting dots and Mm -hmm. like having some jolts of memory which I also think when the girls are like nope I don't remember a single thing it's like "Mm, okay when because typically when you do black I mean there's definitely times I mean this doesn't happen to you there's definitely times when you're like no I don't remember a single thing but a lot of times there's things that you'll never remember and then somebody says something and then all of a sudden you're like oh now I remember and I feel like I think Ron might have kind of gotten some glimpses in his mind when they started recounting things to him, because at one point he was kind of like, yo, did I do a three way kiss? And he and he so that's why I mean, like it starts to jolt his memory. So I think you're right. It's true. But um, yes, he does three way kiss two girls in the club at bed. Am I just a total prude or does that look absolutely unappealing? Why would anybody want? I've done three way kisses, but they're not like they're not for the camera. (laughs) Well, what is the fun of a three way kiss? Because it feels like I feel like, okay, here's what I'm imagining. So when you kiss somebody, (laughs) you go mouth to mouth, right? So your mouths are touching. When you three way kiss, you've got cheek to cheek. There's faces touching faces, sweat and grease. That's all I can think about. Just yeah, everything's smushed in and you just kind of push up your lips to try and get them all out or your tongues up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And really, you're not exactly, you're not really kissing because you're not making enough lip contact. So it is a lot of just rubbing your lips on their face and calling it a kiss. <laughs> it's not That's, something you could do for more than 10 seconds. I think the I think the idea of it is funner than the execution, I would imagine. Do you agree? Go. Yes. Um. Yeah, I think it's like a funny, crazy thing. Like I would, it's mm. like you do it more to say you did it than yeah. to actually do it. But that's, I think, what he's going for. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Blackout Ronnie loves the controversy. Well, I guess sober Ronnie does too. What else did he, I mean, I know he put his, he put his face in girls' boobs. He was making out dancing. What else did he do? Also danced with multiple, what is the quote? I, don't, I'm quoting it. Don't get mad at me. Grinded also, with multiple fat women. Fat women. <laughs> oh, it's right there. If you're watching on Patreon, Gina, a.k.a. G. Wow's uh, background is the note. And it says right there, was grinding with multiple <laughs> Honestly, poetry at its finest. But, um, I mean, 
this is what <clears throat> happened the first night at bed. I mean, this is these are literally facts. That's where we'll get to the note. Oh, we'll, we'll get, get to, to the, the note. But these right now we're at the actual events. These are literally things that happened. Do you ever look at moments of of history that are only written down, and you and you think? Yeah, it's great that I get to learn about this, but I wish I could have seen it. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall and experienced it. That's what this is. We get to experience yes. history. I mean, thank God we have this footage or else the note could be hearsay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> what would I do if I if I didn't have evidence of the three-way kiss and the grinding? Now, here's the thing, though. None of that would have been a problem I mean, calling Sam the C word is a problem, but let's say that he did all those things and him and Sam stayed broken up and whatever, then that's just single Ronnie being single Ronnie. And there's kind of no issues there. Mm -hmm. However, he doesn't just go do him as they say, he wasn't just do, I mean, he went and did him, but then he goes back, he knows he's being a dick. And then he brags to all the guy roommates, which is even worse. Cause it's not just like you did it. You're bragging about it. So, you know, you did it. And he's saying, I did this, I did this and watch, I'm going to go sleep in bed with my girl. Ha ha ha. And then he starts like evil laughing because he knows that that's a shitty thing to do. Mm, that was really gross. That is another moment of Ron being proud of how awful he is. He thought he was the man. He was like, look what I can get away with. And I like that the guys kind of don't fully back him up. I mean, mm. it's not like they go and rat him out because at the end of the day, they are his friends. And to be fair, if one of my friends was acting a fool, I'm not going to go rat her out, mm. you know, but I'm not going to be like, yeah, go get it, girl. I'm going to be like uncomfortable, roll eye rolly and kind of like... Okay. And so, and that's kind of how the guys are like, they're all like, yo, Ron is in the I'm fucked foundation. He's the president and the client of the IFF. And we know that this isn't going to end well because we know what he did isn't good. And I don't know that any of the rest of them, even Mike, would go to that, the level Ronnie goes to. Right. It's not even the being an asshole, it's the proclaiming to everybody, I'm about to go be an asshole. And it's hilarious. It's, yeah. it's like, Ugh. Full ownership in this disgusting way. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm taking accountability for my actions. It's like, I'm accepting my villain role and I'm going to mm -hmm. play into it and watch what else I'm going to do. It's so uncomfortable. It's so cringe. So the moment after he describes this to the guys, he does go and get into bed with Sam. And she mm -hmm. says to him, did you do anything? And he says, no, I love you. Disgusting. Ugh. Disgusting. Mama, I feel for garbage. Sam. I feel yeah. for Sam because what is that? And Who that treats of, people like that? We have a, a particular view of this that Sam didn't have. And yeah. seeing this and her not knowing kind of makes me understand why she didn't fully blow up on him when she got the note because when she got the note all it said was like there was some debauchery in the club i don't think she fully understood until probably a, a year later the well, extent of what he did so a little behind the scenes uh, i've been on some of those you know jersey shore reddit threads that are blowing up on tiktok right now uh -huh. and so this episode aired it, it's airing on tv in august of 2010 now in the summer they're filming right? right and so they were about to start filming season three mm. and maybe that would have been in july or june but either way they knew that this cast was going to be in the house when the miami footage was coming out mm -hmm. they already knew that sam didn't like 
take the note the way that they were expecting it to. And so I think that it like the producers, I mean, we'll, I'll get into more of the tea of like the, the creation of the note, but I think because the note didn't lead to Sam's eyes being opened, they decided instead of waiting till they're out of the house right. to deal with all of this, that's at this point happened, you know, six months or more ago, they're like, let's show Sam everything that's about to air this summer while they're filming. And immediately after she is to go into the house with Ron, which again, we'll get into season three then, but that's like everything that's happening now. She doesn't know about any of the truth up until she's right about to see him again for the next season. So that's kind of dirty on their account too, I think. On production? Yeah, why didn't oh, you show well, her earlier? So before we get into <laughs> kind of the next day, do you want to maybe take a little break? I think we should. Okay. Can't get enough of Um Hello? Never. <laughs> well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at Um Hello Pod. And if you are listening to us, but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreon.com slash umhello. There's also going to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes, like how I got my Snooky post. And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at umhellopod at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay. Um, hello? Um, hello? Um, hello! Yes, we're back. This episode is freaking packed. I have to say, we don't normally do this. We usually like to go with the flow. But our notes are both so long that we had to, during the break, we had to be like, let's figure out what we're going to talk about and when, because there's way too much going on. We're losing track of the timeline. Yeah. So sorry if it feels like we're kind of skimming over certain things, but it's just because there's a, there's so much drama in this episode. They do have some kind of wholesome moments where they're kind of going through these day activities. And, you know, those things, as cute as they are, aren't where the drama is. But I do have to note, of course, the $395 sunglasses that Snooki bought, the bling ones that, you know, she got $2 off on those. Now, on what planet are those worth $400? Unless, no I way. guess, if they were... Swarovski crystals that I can see it but those were goddamn <laughs> rhinestones from a craft store that's $50 max <laughs> yeah and Angeline is not with the girls though she goes with the guys because she's doing that whole problematic thing of like oh I just get along with guys better and Where do they go? when they eat somewhere and oh, I yeah. think during this Ronnie does admit that he still has feelings for Sam he still loves Sam so which, I mean, kind of obviously, I wouldn't have doubted that for a second. I know he's yeah. acting like an asshole, but I think it's because he's confused by his own feelings. True. Very true. Uh, and then the last little cute quick moment is when uh, they're, they're, uh, Mike was getting ready to cook a good old family <laughs> dinner. And Snooki drops the whole marinating chicken on the floor. Which no, Snooki doesn't drop it. She yeah, opens and... up the refrigerator and it falls. That was exactly. Mike's fault. Mike put it in wrong. Yeah, And tried to blame Snooks. Snooks was just the first person to open the fridge. Mike even says whoever opens the fridge is going to fall. Well, then why the fuck did you put it like that, idiot? Like, and what? then not inform the half of the house that wasn't there. That makes no sense. But I do think it's hilarious because Snooki and Vinny are the youngest ones. And they're the ones that are literally like standing in in the doorway like helpless children like mike what do we do they do go to him like he's their dad dad <laughs> we dropped it dinner's ruined what do we do now i will say one thing about me is i would have cooked and ate that chicken i would have too i didn't think it was that big of a deal like rinse it off put more barbecue on. like it's fine 
that you're cooking it. It was raw anyways. It was already covered in bacteria anyways. How dirty like, was that floor? Did you like Well, plus like they just got there. Chicken is famously one of the dirtiest meats. So it's already covered in bacteria and germs. What's a little floor dirt going to do to it? Nothing. Exactly. I guess this is supposed to be a family dinner night because Mike was going to cook and all this, but that goes awry. And then there's two major fights that happen. And the first one shocker is between Ron and Sam. And this one was a little bit uncalled for. Sam kind of goes through the phone book and notices that Ron wrote down one of his ex's numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and go, whose phone number is this? I mean, she could have handled it different. Like she could have waited. And then when they were talking, been like, by the way, I know that it was wrong of me, but I saw that you had like had your ex's yeah. number. Were you planning on calling her? Or like, or am I, oh, can I trust you? Uh, There's just like a mature way to handle that. Even if she was upset and she just went and was like, what the fuck is that? All right, then you do you. All right. I usually blame Ron, but it was in this one where she goes, whose phone number is this? Is she's antagonizing, exes? yeah. And he's just like, yeah. And she's like, done. <laughs> it's over, Ron. Done. Bye. <laughs> and then she locks herself in the bathroom and he, he tries to get her out, but she refuses. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, let me just say the phone keeps ringing off the hook for Angelina and it's making everybody pissed. Oh, yeah. And apparently she's on the phone all day. Now, what do you make of that? Do you think it's because, well, obviously it's because she's not friends with anyone in the house, I guess. I think she's just uncomfortable and doesn't know what to do with herself. So she gets on the phone because she's like, oh, at least like one, I'll have something to do. And two, it'll make everybody here see that like other people like me. I have friends. I think that's it. Uh, well, anyways, speaking of Angelina, speaking of Angelina, now there's a little argument, a little very famous argument. What starts it? I don't remember. The girls have been drinking, I think, and they are talking in the room like kind of they're airing out without Angelina their problems about her. And I think that they just get some alcohol balls and decide Uh... to go confront her because to be fair, this conversation was coming. And I think that maybe if Angelina had opened it up sooner, it might not have been so hostile. But instead, she like comes in and tries to just like sleep it under the rug and be like it's it's fine and she doesn't ever really like address anything so then the girls confront her head on snooki right. actually starts it by being like what the fuck like i know you've been talking shit but you're right that did take some balls to go and be like we were talking about you and like that yeah. ballsy but Angelina- I, got, I mean i respect being able to be like i don't i don't want to do this behind your yeah. back we're going to do it to your face so that that's a, you know a well like you said it was inevitable it was going yes. to happen it was a matter of when and so they they confront her and they're talking about how she she apparently has been talking shit about everybody off air like between seasons yeah and she refuses to own up to it I was going to say she really doesn't take accountability, which is really the problem. I think that if she said that was wrong of me, I just felt left out. So I talked shit. I'm I'm here to make amends. I think that they would have been more receptive, but Mm -hmm. she's just like, no, no, I didn't do that. No, who even is that? No. Exactly. Her whole thing was, I just want to be friends with everybody. Meanwhile, she came in like, fuck these bitches. But she was like, I just want to be friends with everybody. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just here having this experience with you. (laughs) You can stay and get your fucking ass beat. <laughs> well, okay. Now, my, one of my this is one of my favorite moments, and we're gonna actually read this as the quote this this week. Oh yeah. But one of my favorite moments is when Angelina says, "What friends am I talking shit to?" <laughs> and and Jenny says, "J420, Joey Yanks, and Bill." <laughs> what kind of a name is J420 and Joey Yanks? And then Bill. I guess Imagine- Joey Yanks is a little more like it's pre- it's probably like. Joey and his last name Yank yeah. is 
probably like a short version. But then, and Bill. And Bill. J420 Joey Yanks and Bill. J420. I'm going to name my firstborn J420. Which it took me years to be like, oh, like weed 420. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, but what a stupid name to like go by. I feel so like funny. I wonder if this Call is me G420. A, this, <laughs> G420. I'm changing my name right now. <laughs> that is so funny. Wait, can I be Cookie Yanks then? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. We're going to change our names on Zoom. I'm Cookie, G420. Cookie Yanks. We're so funny. We are so funny. <laughs> oh my god, that is hysterical. That oh is yeah, so but once funny. again, Angelina refuses to own up to it. She does not admit to talking to J420, Joey Yanks, or Bill. And uh, Jenny threatens her, as she does. As Jenny does. Threatens with Jenny's like, violence. you should just leave like you did last time. Because if you stay, you're going to get your ass beat. If you stay, you're going to get your ass beat. If you stay, you're going to get your fucking ass beat. And if you stay, you're going to get your fucking ass beat. Right. At least she provides it with <laughs> options. At least Those four options, A, B, C, D. No, because I feel like getting your ass beat and getting your fucking ass beat are very different. So there were options. For, well, the for other Angelina. option is to leave. The oh, other right, option yeah. is to leave. So those were the options. Um, and that's this is another kind of thing where because Angelina refuses to own up to it, it was not really resolved. It just nope. ended. They just uh, stopped. They, I think they realized, like, whatever, we got our anger out. It's going nowhere at the end for now. And then once, once again, the phone rings. <laughs> yeah, Snooki answers it. They're like, is Angelina there? Snooki goes, no, she died. And then the funny thing is the guy calls back like, what? When? How? Like, you Really? Because like, I felt like he wasn't that concerned. He was like, he said it like Angelina died. What happened? <laughs> it was so he was so unconcerned. And Angelina <laughs> picks up and she's like, I didn't die, asshole. <laughs> that was hilarious yeah, that was funny um and then the last moment before we go to break once again mike the instigation this is prime mike the instigation the investigation the instigation i feel like on season one he was trying to insert himself into drama and be part of it Whereas in this one, he's more like, let me have fun with other people's drama. Let me feed To be into fair, though, Ronnie had told Wow what happened. Right. And then Wow was like, oh, I know. And Mike was like, oh, so you know? Well, now that you know, yeah. I want to talk about it. Just in his yeah. defense. Like, it's not yeah. like he went being like, hey, I'm going to tell you this information that I shouldn't be telling you. He was like... Oh, you know, oh my God, I've been dying to gossip. Let's kiki now that you're in the in That's the circle. true. And all the guys were, so, okay, I don't even think we said what happened. So all the guys uh, found out that Jenny knew about all the stuff at bed. Yeah. Um, Sam, the first night at bed, that bed. <laughs> and so they're sort of talking about openly. Nicole's there too, Snooki. So she's kind of hearing about it. And I think Mike just said, yeah. He said the quiet part too loud. Well, I don't think that Snooki knew anything. And so this was all new information for her, which I don't know. I think that at this point, Ronnie should know, like, if you're telling Wow or Snooki something, they're probably going to tell the other one. I think he wanted it to get back to Sam. I just don't think he wanted to say it. But I think he wanted to have it out. I think you're right. He did not. He was really avoiding the confrontation. And I, what can I just say, as they're kind of recounting the night and they're talking about him hooking up with these grenades and stuff, uh, I forget who says it, but they go, we're promoting a grenade-free America. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. Now, what would you have done? Because there's sort of a girl's code versus 
guy code thing going on where the girls stand up for each other and the guys stand up for each other. But this is a moment where the girls find out about something that happened to Sam and didn't say anything. So I wonder, like, what would you have done immediately after finding that information out? Would you keep it to yourself? Would you say something? I don't know. This is tough because at this point, literally everybody in the house knows except for Sammy because Angelina was there. The guys were all there. I don't know if Angelina knows about, like, that last comment, but even without the comment, it's still... I mean, they all know that he at least got in bed with her. Mm. And so with Snooki now knowing, it seems like everybody besides Sammy knows. So I don't know. I think it would depend on how close I was with Sammy. If she was one of my good friends, then I might pull her aside and like try to calmly tell her. I know that wouldn't go over well. But it also feels very much like inserting myself where I don't belong. So I, I don't know. If she asked me, I would be honest. But if she yeah. didn't ask, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's so tricky. I listen to advice podcasts sometimes just because I like the hosts. And mm-hmm. this question always comes up every time, inevitably. I know really? something. Yeah, I found out my friend's boyfriend is cheating on her. Do I say something? That happens so often. And it's such like, there's no correct answer. But this one is that they're, it's both their friends too, though. It's not because if it's like my friend's boyfriend, of course, I'm telling her why I don't know the boyfriend, anything, but if it, if they're both my friends, then what? That's true. Yeah. I always think of them as being closer to Sammy at this point, but they are all eight friends. So I don't know. It's hard because I'd want to stay out of the drama, but then I said, if she asked, I wouldn't lie. Well, let's take a break and we'll talk about the rest of this one. Yeah. Hey, G-Well. Hey, Cookie. Do you like electro pop music? Of course. Well, I love electro pop music, which is why I make it. <laughs> so I'm going to play a song for you right now. And if you like what you hear, make sure to check me out. You can find all the links on my social medias. I'm available at Angel Iconic Music. We're heading through a wormhole, baby. You better run. We're coming to Then we might stay Your world that has more than you deserve Um, hello Um, hello Um, hello, indeed So we are back And they are It's not the summer But they're here Kind of in summer-esque So they need their quote-unquote summer job and they are not going to be going to a t-shirt shop. They're going to be going to the gelato shop. Let me just say really quick, summer, at least in California, mm-hmm. summer is not a season. It's a frame of mind. That's probably how Miami is. I was going to say, it's probably the same there too. Summer is, in a, is a concept. <laughs> Do you think that Enzo, their new boss, will hold up to Danny? Uh, no, not the slightest. <laughs> I think we won't see much of him. <laughs> no, I, I don't anticipate there being much work. I wonder how Angelina feels about it, though. And uh, Paulie's not into it because he has to wear a hat to cover his hair, even though, you know, his hair, it's a move. <laughs> yeah. So Angelina, that's right. She got kicked off because she refused to work, which, by the way, I guarantee that wouldn't have happened this season. I think that was the season one thing only. Yeah. This rule that you have to work to stay. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think that even though they're going to be at the gelato shop, I don't really anticipate us seeing that much of it. This, I mean, honestly, we didn't see that much of the t-shirt shop, even though Angelina did get kicked off for not working. So, God, I wish I, it was so badly I could have gone because I want to know if they're actually scooping gelato or if they're literally just standing around mm. shooting the shit on camera at a gelato shop. Like, I want to know so bad. Like, do people go up to them and go, ooh, 
can I have a sample? No, I didn't like that. Can I have a sample of that? No, that's not good. You know what I mean? That whole annoying thing. Because like, here's the thing about me is when I go to an ice cream shop, I'm so afraid to be like, to ask for samples. So I just pick one and order it. I never get a sample. Oh, see, I like going to, I do a sample myself because I like the sample spoon and I like oh, to yeah. eat my whole ice cream with the sample spoon. So I ask for a sample, even if I know what I want, I'll ask for a sample of something else, just to get a little taste. And then I use the spoon for whatever I do want. Well, that's what I like about gelato versus ice cream. And they're in a gelato shop is the gelato always comes with the microscopic spoon. Well, and it's got the Italian, you know, hint to it that they always have to have. Oh, I didn't think of that. That's a good connection. Oh, yeah. I've had gelato from Italy and it's incredible. Anyway, so that, I mean, that literally came and went so fast. We spent more time talking about it than they showed it on camera. True. And then after that, Ron does this really like hyper masculine problematic thing where he's like, I need to feel pain. So I'm going to go get a tattoo. And Sammy's like, I'll go with him. I'm always there for you for this self-inflicted pain that you've optionally chose to do. I'm always here for you. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up because that is what I wanted to talk about this weird dynamic they have of when he's getting the tattoo and he's like, ooh, ah, like making faces. And she's like, I have your hand. I'm holding your hand. I'm here for you. It's like, baby, he's getting a tattoo. He sat and chose to do it. It's not like he's getting a surgery. Stop it. They're talking I've about it like sat he's through a- lots of tattoos and like, yeah, they hurt. But like my worst tattoo, I didn't have anybody holding my hand there. So what a little bitch you are, Ronnie. Like when here's the ironic thing. This is why I. Ron is just he's he's quite the character isn't he he says I've been feeling upset so I want to feel some physical pain Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna go get a tattoo right okay Mm -hmm. I don't okay whatever so then he's getting this tattoo and then he says the tattoo was so painful I was so glad to have Sam there to hold Mm -hmm. my hand through it Mm -hmm. he says that holding her hand made him feel better isn't that why you went didn't you go because Sam caused you emotional pain quote unquote what a character I hate it. And he's, he actually is crying when he gets the tattoo. I'm like, is he crying? Yeah. I mean, I understand like he is sitting for four hours for a tattoo is rough, but I've done it. Um, also again, he chose to do it. And I have heard that ribs are one of the worst places to get a tattoo pain wise, but this is sort of the reconciliation moment They're They've edited in like sweet, uh, mm-hmm. soft rock music. And I think we as an audience are supposed to be like, Oh, I think they we're made, supposed to be rooting for them. They made up. I'm so happy for them. And when in reality, we were all like, run, girl. I'm not and rooting for out. them. No, I'm rooting for them to never see each other again. Oh, I hate it. Can I, can I tell you the moment for some reason? I don't know why this is the moment that made me feel like, oh, like for her. It mm-hmm. gave me like almost heartbreak um, was when he was getting the tattoo and she like comes and sits right next to him and is like holding his hand, kind of stroking his arm. I don't know yeah. why that made me feel so sad for her. I was, I, it, it just like put a pit in my stomach. Do you know what I mean? That like, yes. Oh, like he, he, he's such an asshole and she's trying so hard. Ugh. I do oh. feel bad. Cause she's not, she's not a bad girl, you know? No, I mean, she's, she was young and dramatic and messy and chaotic, but yeah. I never got the impression that she's a bad person. Whereas right. I do think Ron is a bad person. I agree. I couldn't agree more. So they're going to go out again. And I think bed is like their Miami karma. Oh, very that. Yeah. And it's the same vibe. It actually kind of looks similar inside. It's the same sort of club. Yeah. And this is a big, another big historical Jersey Shore moment because this is the first time that they explain t-shirt time and the shirt before the shirt. Do you understand the concept of the shirt before the shirt? 
oh, of course I understand the shirt before the shirt because yes. you're getting ready. Sometimes you maybe get a little sweaty. Getting ready mm-hmm. is it's hot, mm-hmm. and you want to make sure that when you leave the house, your shirt is completely fresh, stain mm-hmm. and iron free. You want to walk into the club as fresh as possible, so exactly. you put it on the moment you're leaving the door. I get that. And, and so before it- you have that shirt on, you have they have what they call their beaters, which. Can you believe we all said that for decades? I think people yeah. still say it. I think people still call them that. I mean, that's. I think I, it was. Wha- I think it was. I don't know. I think it was like one story of a guy who was like the cops were outside of his house, uh, and he came out and like that tank top, and that's why they started calling it that. I um I saw some TikTok where these Americans were saying like different americanized italian things and they were like what do you call this and they were i forget what they called it but they had just like a random word like the way tank top is like some random word and they were like oh in america we call it a wife beater and all the italian people were like what the fuck out of context it's so well in context too but when you're used to it it doesn't horrible when you're used to it it doesn't sound so bad i used to think that people because i never really heard it called wife beater i just heard it called a beater and i thought people were saying b-e-a-d-e-r oh (laughs) i didn't know what it meant for a while and then once it finally i was like whoa when that glass was shattered yeah so anyway they have on these tank tops (laughs) it's horrible (laughs) what i'm saying and then once it's right before it's time to go out and they're gonna put on their real shirt that's when it's t-shirt time holy shit season two is where almost all of the things were introduced the jersey shore isms yeah we we got one last season which was gym town laundry yeah that was just one the whole season they're packing them in this year yeah, we got cabs in, and we got the shirt before the shirt and t-shirt time. Those are big. Those are big things. And we got smushing la- in, uh, and last And we got episode. the smush room. Smush room, yeah. Wow. I love seeing all of this come to fruition. Um, And then Angelina was incredibly drunk getting home from the club. <laughs> yeah. And she, for some reason, was really irritated with Polly and would not leave him alone. What well, do you no, she was She was mad at him at the club. So they were at the club and she was mad because, not even mad, because she was like trying to call him out because he was hooking up with some girl who was engaged, which Polly is like, I'm not going to date her. That's on her. I don't care, which whatever. If I was making out with somebody in the club and then somebody told me that, that would be my exact response. I'd be like, okay, well, I'm not trying to date her. So whatever. Mm -hmm. And Angelina just kind of keeps butting in and is kind of cock blocking and is being really weird because Mm -hmm. like she keeps saying, I love you. And he's like, why are you saying like, I think she was trying to say it as like, I'm looking out for you. I love you. But considering their history, that was a pretty weird thing to say. Yeah. And then she's like following him around, cock blocking him. It's like, what is your problem, girl? You're obsessed. Back off. Do you think she had a crush on him? Absolutely. Even when she's in the kitchen and she's just like crying and stuff, she's one at one point trying to say like, I just don't want you to hook up with married people or whatever. But then on the next point, she's like, I want to marry you. I love <laughs> you. I've been thinking about you a lot. And literally what the fuck is happening? Alcohol like, girl, what are you truth. doing? Alcohol makes the truth come out. But in her defense though, I, I am some, I think it's a personality thing where like, for me, I'll be vaguely interested in somebody. And then I get drunk and I'm like, I've never been so in love with somebody. And then the next morning I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm fine on that. I don't, I don't, we don't have to. So it's like alcohol for some, for some reason makes me like fall in love with people. So maybe that was the case. Maybe she doesn't like really have a crush on it. Maybe she just was, I don't know. 
But they did hook up and stuff. And she was saying before she came into the house that she was talking with uh, him and so. Mike. And she even made a joke in the first episode. I don't, I don't think we mentioned it, but like when they were finding the beds, she was like, "Oh, if I hook up with one of you guys this, you know, this season, oh, whatever." Yeah. And so I think in the back of her head, she kind of was like maybe that'll happen i think she wanted it open for possibilities and i don't think that she cared whether or not she ended up with polly or mike but i think she wanted one of their attention and yeah. so i think that polly was just there obviously not giving it to her and i don't know a drunk like you said alcohol brain but, but she's literally following him around like such a puppy dog that that's what makes polly snap well and then i think what put it over the edge is she gave him just a little slap a little oh, slap. yeah. Who does she think slap. she is? JWoww? <laughs> Girl? Well, that's the difference is that JWoww wouldn't have slapped him. She would have sucked him. She would have given him no, a No, but punch. I think that Angelina keeps taking things from other people's playbooks. Like in, in the first season, Snooki threatened to leave and then everybody loves Snooki. So Angelina threatened to leave and instead she fucking left. Jenny had punched Mike and somehow brought everyone like together afterwards. And I think that she was like, oh, this is the this is the format this is the template this is like uh, the formula so i'm gonna hit him even if like you know punching back this her little you know back whack isn't her thing i think she was like i'm gonna just do it i think she was just mimicking what the other girls were doing that is a great point and i agree with that and before we finish up with angelina and polly can we yeah. quickly use this as an opportunity to, to spill some tea we found out after we recorded season one about the yes. punch because we didn't know this yes. until like i didn't know this until a few days ago but i have so much updating to do on this fucking chart <laughs> with them all hooking up with each, with each other sorry go ahead well because oh, production they like to keep stuff from us apparently yeah. on season one in the house when they were filming jenny hooked up with mike as well because if you remember they showed her hooking up with polly but she also hooked up with mike i guess and started to develop a crush on him, but production yeah. didn't want us to know that. They didn't want that yeah. to be part of the storyline. So that's why when they were at the club, when Jenny saw him hooking up with girls, that's why she wanted to go home because she was jealous. Well, that, and I was like, why does she specifically need Mike to go upstairs with her? Like why Mike? And that's why, because she, they had something that would be apparently weren't privy to. Uh, anyways. Yeah. That was season one T. But that's, I mean, that's how it leaves off is, is Polly doing that little scream at Angelina. With Polly yelling. It was the first time he's ever really gotten visibly angry like that on camera and, and yelled at somebody, I think. And, and uh, she goes to like grab him and he says, are you touching me? Yeah, he, he and he he kind of like jumps back, like, don't even try it. Like, mm -hmm. and you can see the veins popping out on the side of his head like he's actually pissed because she's been poking, poking, poking. Polly is a nice guy. So he's been trying to just be like, yo, go to bed. You don't know what you're saying. And she wouldn't give it up. So she's pushed him to this boiling point. And he says, me and Mike were all you had in the house. And now you don't have us anymore. So going mm -hmm. forward, you have nobody in this house. Ouch. Damn. Ouch. ouch. Even, I mean, I get it because it's Angelina, but ouch. That's a that's a hard thing to hear. Wow. That's fucking brutal. Wow, 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 wow. She probably needed to hear it, though. She needed that wake-up call. Ugh, man. Wow. We're not done just yet. We have one more thing. Our cookie quote. I, there's been so much drama this episode that we're actually, we're going back to one of the first fights that happened. But this is an iconic fight between Angelina and JWoww. So we're going to, we're going to recount this here. Can I be Jenny? Yeah, of course. Okay. All right. You started off. 
You ran your mouth to my best friends. To who? I want to know their names. Uh, J420, Joey Yanks, Bill. J420, I only saw him one time. I want to be cool with everyone here. I don't even want problems. I'm here. I'm having this experience with you guys. You're not having shit with us. I'm going to be here forever. You want to get your ass beat? You can stay and get your ass beat. You can stay and get your ass beat, or you can stay okay. and get your fucking ass beat. All right. Plain and simple. <laughs> Scene. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, Jenny went off. She certainly did. <sighs> that was I iconic. Love I love that one. I say that all the time. You can stay and get your ass beat. You can stay and get your ass beat, or you can stay and get your fucking ass beat. Those are the options, bitch. Mm. <laughs> Damn, God. this season. I'm exhausted. This season is I know. so much. It's taking it I'm out of me. Literally exhausted is an amazing word to use. <laughs> and we're only done our second episode. Love it. All right. Goodbye. I'm um, goodbye. Um, hello. <laughs> Bye. If you want more of the podcast, you can follow us on any social media at um, hello pod. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash umhello. We've got a video feed there so you can see our beautiful faces while we recap Jersey Shore. And we've also got a little bit of behind the scenes bonus content for you. And you can find me anywhere online at The Lee Regina, including my website, thelibregina.com. And you can find me online on TikTok and Instagram at angel.iconic.music. Thanks for listening. Bye.